Mm. I never did any real event training. I didn't have a set of stone. I didn't have a log. Uh, but I did a lot of movements to symbolize, you know, the, what I was doing. One of the toughest strongmen in history, right here. Hello and welcome to Giants Live, the Strongman Podcast. Once again, Colin, myself, and Darren in the house, but today's guest is none other than the four times world's strongest man, Madison Magnuson. Wow, we love you, Maggie. <laughs> Hello, Maggie. I'm all right, I'm all right. Now, there's so much we're going to talk to you about. All right. In terms of when, we, when someone says to you, strongman, number one memory, or in fact, the, most, the proudest moment you've got in strongman, do you have the proudest 10 seconds when you look back and think, that was it? Yeah, I do. Can you share it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. It, it was getting my uh, second World Strongest Man win over Manfred with, in, in the Stones. Just being, beating him with a friction of seconds. Uh, that's one of my uh, proudest moments. Is that uh, because it was so close? It was that close. Uh, it came down to three guys pretty much could win. It yeah. was me... Uh, Manfred or Rikukiri. Uh so I needed to win the stones, which I did. Uh, and actually, funny thing is, this was the first time I came with a, a special parts that I made for my forearms. I have never used them before, and I used them there, and they worked. Were you the first guy to use those? Uh, I got it. Taylor used something mm. before that. Well, now I, they all use them, I think, don't they? Just yeah, about, yeah, really. yeah. I had these mm. made, specially made out of, uh, you know, these big wellingtons that you go with for fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that material. It's like all black inside. Mm. So I had, it, I had it pulled off and, and glued together so it was black material on both sides. So it would even stick to your skin. And um, uh, Velcro on it. And uh, it worked. Yeah. And when is your euphoria moment? Is it the moment you've won? Or is it when you're actually standing on the podium? Or is it celebrating with your loved ones? When is that actual moment of, I've actually done this? Immediately when I lo loaded that stone on, and I, you know, so I, I was ahead. And uh, the weirdest thing is like, I knew Mumford would be fast with the stones. And um, so my game plan was, it's like, stay with him for at least first two or three. And then in my mind, it was like, like, like go. And I ran really fast back. I'm ahead of him with the last two. <laughs> I remember one time, Brycey, we were talking about Strongman, and it was actually the Hercules hold when you took on Mr. Kazmaier. And beforehand, you said it'd be really interesting to watch Maggie, because Maggie thinks about every single thing that he does and he understands the implements and how to work the kit like no one I've ever seen mm, before. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Well, you actually, am I not right in saying you, you, you figured out, I think we had to change the piece of kit, didn't we? That if you leant backwards, was it? There was some little thing you taught, you taught Hapthor and, and he went from being last one year to top the next year. Maybe we should even say it again in case no, no one else figured out what it was. Magnus is the... Is the that's why he's the greatest ref. 
I mean, he, he basically, <laughs> he wrote the book on, on, you know, on angles you could do to... Poach turn uh, gamekeeper. Well, you know, exactly. Anything that you can do within the rules, mm. you know, anything that you can, if you can get an edge, uh, that Hercules hold, I had never tried it, except mm. that morning when we, I mm. tested out the, my, my length wise on it. But I figured it out a long time ago that the the tighter you would get it, but still get a good grip. So when it when they let go of the weight, it wouldn't really hit you. It was just like, and that's what I felt. That's like when they let go of it, I didn't really hit it, feel it, until I felt it like pulling a little bit to one side. I'm like, okay, I, I got it. So I let, I pulled it back. And uh, another thing that I'm. I do, I'm going to tell Das this now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I try to kind of pull my shoulders back. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually pulling it a little pulling bit to make it, to li- pulling it in. I mean, the less it leans bit. out, yeah. the less weight you've got. Simple as that. Yeah. If you shorten the distance between the handles. So everyone tries doing that a little bit, but there is a danger aspect in there. That if it you, is. If you it let is. go, you go flying backwards yeah. into like a big bar that's sticking it. <laughs> so we, yeah, but yeah, no, but all these things over your career probably bought you some titles. You know what I mean? All these little things. Yeah. Because uh, when you get to the top end, you know, even now there's not that much between the amount of times where it's the final event, it's the Atlas Stones, there's half a point or one point. We see it with, you know. Tom and Brian and all these guys, and we saw it with Marius and Sojourners a number of times. Mm. Um, and one little thing that you do differently, yep. which might be nothing to do with strength, if that got you two points, well, how many times do people win by two points? It's, it's quite often, you know. I think you, I think you mastered that by getting everything out of the tank and also using less energy, and then you got more energy for the next event. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've kind of usually, you know, I hardly ever made... A mistake, except one time. Uh, and I never watched that show ever. What did you did you sabotage yourself by doing something? Yeah, I. Uh, who's it? This was the who's the yeah. stone in Iceland. I. Uh, I picked it up. I felt it was so light. I picked mm. it up too high. I even got my hands together like like mm. that, and it was like I just felt so light. But when I started walking, I realized. Okay, it's blocking my view. I don't know where I'm going. And it's really hard on my chest, on my breathing. Mm. So, you know, I tried to go. And the reason I kind of dropped it is because I was trying to let it slide down a little bit. Mm. And it, Once it, goes, it went forward. Momentum. It dropped, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're in trouble, aren't you? Yeah. So, no, yeah. You know, that was I, the I, famous Icelandic Husafelt stone as well, which, you know, on I know, home. Yeah. I know. In Iceland. Oh, I, God. You know, I, I, the world's... It's just that that's that show, you know, taking nothing away from from Ted Van Den Parra that won it. I should have won it. I messed it up. Who who do you think was your biggest rival in your career? Then, if you had to go right the way across your career, who was who was your nemesis? Well, there were a few. I w- I would say I had a lot of, a lot of uh, fights with Barenhost. I had a lot of yeah. fights with mm-hmm. uh, Manfred. Kiri as well. Uh, all of these guys could have won World's Strongest Man. Mm. But... They were all so good, weren't they? Never won it. Mm. Yeah. You know, Badenhorst was just such a tough oh, fight. In fact, you, you kind of left an era of, of great 
men who never won world's strongest man behind <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. you <laughs> and Manfred Herbal and they could have Kiri won but and... I had a different idea <laughs> but the, the way you entered the sport was unbelievable because yeah. people often say my mum's generation I say our mum I'm working on strongman she'll say Jeff Capes John Paul Sigmundson Bill Kazmaier and you come directly as a result of John Paul Sigmundson yeah um, I had been asked to be an event tester uh, alternate Portugal? Uh, was, it, uh, uh, no, it was Portugal, was it? No, it was... Uh, the island, Hull uh, Island. Uh, Tenerife. Tenerife, sorry. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was fine with that. And uh, then a five, week, five weeks before, I get a call. John Paul Simonson just tore his bicep in, in Denmark and we want you to compete. So I'm... <laughs> I'm there like, okay, I don't know what I'm going in, into, but I've been doing a lot of shows uh, that summer. So I was in good shape. And uh, I'd been up against Jamie Reeves. I'd been up against John Paul. And uh, it, it, it had come to a show that I, I, they had to uh, scrap an, an event. Mm. Uh, so I wouldn't win it, <laughs> but wow. but uh, so you know sometimes karma hits and I don't know it, it's, it's not their fault but uh, you kicked ass man you went there and you crushed it at that world yeah I, uh, a reserve that must be the only time that's ever happened a reserve came out has yeah. anybody has anybody gone to it first time and won it. Obviously, yeah, other than yeah, yeah. 1977, that's the first time. That's quite a thing, then, isn't it? Do you go the first time? Because now we see the guys coming through over probably like a five... You can't do it now. five-year period at least to get to the top. Eddie and Thor and all these guys. Yeah. Quite, you know... I, to be honest, I was, I was awful pleased. The numbers went, you know, it was agreed to go back from 25 to 30 because if you don't have 30 men at Worlds, there's a whole load of guys who don't get blooded, as it were. Yeah. And you need... Eight, ten new guys each year to get blooded, or or they're never going to make the standard. The next well, the year, first time you go, it's quite daunting, isn't it? When you first go to World's Strongest Man, and you you know you. What was your first? Mine was two thousand and six, but the first time I went, I just didn't want to come last. I just wanted to make sure, like, I just wanted to look like I belonged there. You know, you had an easy group though. Kudzinovsky, yeah, Fister. Where, 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 where did they come in that one? Yeah, first, I, didn't, I didn't get any favoritism, but obviously to to go the first time and win it. I remember I just wanted to like just not look like an idiot, you know what I mean, and, and yeah. look like you fit in. But imagine going and winning it the first time. I I, I tell you a funny story. At, at that time, we all met at, at Heathrow, so we were all flown in. We all took the same plane from Heathrow to, to Tenerife, and I'm there at the airport, and these guys start showing up. And that's the first time I ever saw Manfred Herbel, big Ted Van den Para. Yeah. How tall was he? Ted was like seven foot. Seven, seven foot, foot one. Yeah. And, I, was that and I'm like, yeah, he's only seven foot. And one. I'm like, Manfred had the biggest arms in the oh, world. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm like looking around, like, what the hell am I doing? Here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Jesus, what am I got, got myself into? Then he got like, oh, I'll show them. <laughs> well, you obviously and, had the confidence to yeah. do it. You got to have that. Od was there. 
Oh, oh, oh Dave was there as well. He, yeah, he was a small guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, see where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, like, they were all big guys. Well, Gary, Gary, Gary was there as well. He was the only other normal-sized human being, wasn't he? Really? <laughs> well, Gary still looks like a gorilla, didn't he? <laughs> <I was> saying, <laughs> Gary, Gary was Gary on that small. How big was only Wilson? Was he like two hundred? Two hundred kilos, kilos uh, yeah, and two meters tall. Yeah. Wow. At what point do you think, in amongst all that, yeah, I back myself here? It's my first world. I've had five weeks' notice. And I'm going to win. I believed I could win. Uh, we know, I always, we know always believed shocked. that I could win. But were you like, did you, as the show went on, did you like grow into it? You know what I mean? Did you like, wow, I'm doing well here? And did, you know, yeah, pretty confidence. much. I pretty much even won before the last event. Do you not think you see when people are doing well, like <laughs> in, in the final of Worlds? So if someone if someone starts off doing well, they grow into it. And you can see the confidence is growing yeah, yeah. as they go, you know. Not, I mean, the 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 king of comebacks was Sajunas. He seemed to do badly at the start of the finals, then ended up winning it. But most guys got a good start. But you know, I think one thing that you have in common with Big Z is when you're in the lead, it just seems unassailable. It always seemed as though Maggie's going to win again, Z's going to win again. Marius Other- had that as well. Very hard to catch someone yeah. like. Mm. It's just desperate to win every event. Demoralising. Marius was a little bit like you, I thought, in the way that he looked at events. You know, yeah. if you were doing loading against Marius, you'd just know, just pick it up a little bit different to everyone else and how he arranged himself mm-hmm. and how he how he went to an implement. I always just think, wow, like that little little bit that he did different. He, he, could, he could think fast, couldn't he, Marius? Yeah, yeah, he could. Uh, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. It's like, yeah, in Iceland, we used to do like nature storms all the time. So... Over the years, you know, look, the guys were like, so when we were testing the stones before we do an event, uh, the guys were like watching what I was doing. They wouldn't ask how to how to place them or whatever, but they were looking like, so I used to just tease them by, you know, felt them, turned them a little bit and left them like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, so you would leave it the bad way up kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my dad used to teach me. He taught me a trick. If you have a bent caber, but basically, you, you, you know, you always want the bend to go forward like that. You don't actually want it behind you, or it'll end up just sort of sitting there. And you know, you, you know, as you put up the caber to someone else, just give it a wee twist, son, <laughs> and stitch them up so the weights are totally the wrong position. And yeah, <laughs> so you had a little tricks like that. Have you always been a thinker like that? <laughs> Stitching others up. Yeah. <laughs> you kid. I, I think I have. Yeah, um, I came from a background, you know, from farms. Can, can I just say, Mag- Magnus basically invented the towel and the belt trick. That, that was your the, the the snatch log for reps. That was that yeah. was yours, wasn't it? Yeah, ninety six Mauritius. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was Magnus. Magnus figured out that if you got it there, he could get all his hip power in. Another Magnus one. Well. It, that wasn't actually the reason. I'll tell you the reason. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> earlier earlier uh, that summer, I had I was doing a log, I think it was, rather than the stones, and I pinched my skin on, on, on the stomach against, the, against it. Now, you, I don't know if you know this, but Forbes Cowan lost a belly button because of this. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, wow. So... That, that was the reason I got, I didn't put a beach towel in my belt, yeah. but I stuck a little towel there just to make that softer. More than a bathtub. But that was the reason for it. I would, I would put that there uh, just 
because I didn't want to, because that hurt. I was like black all over here. And I didn't want that to happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and if you really watch my cleans with the lock, I didn't clean it from the belt. I brought it, I brought, I brought you, it I higher. Thought you, I thought you snatched it really from the belt. <laughs> I, I brought it higher, I snatched it from there. Right, okay. So I didn't really use this belt for the clean. I apologize. <laughs> but people thought I, I did. I apologize. People thought I did. <laughs> so what was I'll tell, tell you, you did. Mega Man thought you did. Yeah. Mega Man oh, was convinced he, he, you'd he, cooked he, up this uh, new cheat. I know. He went mad. <laughs> he went mad. Anyway. Yeah. What, what was your favorite event then that you did, that you did back then? My favorite events at the time would always be loadings, deadlift, squat. Well, when we competed in squat, nobody touched me in squat. Uh, no one, Magnus was also, you were the king of, of, of the three lift maximum weight contest. Had you done powerlifting to yeah. a pretty high level, hadn't you? European level. Well, uh, the same year I, I got invited to do that first World Strongest Man. Uh, I was the uh, European powerlifting champion by being in, in a minus 125 kilo class, beating the super heavies in total <laughs> as, as well, winning the uh, best lifter award on points. And, uh, bad. and at, that, at that time, they had uh, a formula called the um, Swartz formula, I think it was. Okay. Now they have Wilkes. Wilkes right, yeah. So Swartz formula was really towards the lighter guys. It was usually like um, 67 kilo guys that would win the best lifter awards. Not that year. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, it was like top three in, in, in the, in the uh, points. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like with lighter, really lighter guys. In <laughs> How many times did you scupper Riku Kiri though? Do you remember in, in, the, in the max, like, like max deadlift in 96, I think you scuppered him. In the final, you you because there was always an old. There used to be a rule. It was like three lifts allowed, uh, uh, but whoever did less lifts or whatever won. You know, so I think if you, we had if five. Maybe it was I five think, lifts. I think they had five lifts. And Maggie uh, would always skip an early one, and no one else seemed to figure this out no. until it was too late. <laughs> I would always, you know, I I, I figured it, it was like it was like if, if we started at that lift with two hundred and sixty kilos, I'm like, why? There's no point for me to start there. Uh, but guys like Rick Kiru, whatever, you know, they would do it. And uh, it, it was like they didn't, didn't understand the rules or read the rules. And I knew by just skipping one attempt, uh, I would beat them if we got equal on, on, on lifts, on, on, on the weights. So I would, I would always do that. Only one that figured it out was Badenhost. And he, 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 when I, when I skipped that against Kiri and, and him, Banners comes to me like, ah, very smart. <laughs> <laughs> so he did the same thing, you know, so he could be equal with me. <laughs> Do you think that, that the powerlifting world championships that you did before winning worlds the first year, do you think that was a real good setup? Like training to be world powerlifting champion, then going straight into worlds, that's probably a really good thing to do. For, for your mindset and knowing that you've just won a world title. Oh yeah, you know they uh, the um, <laughs> I won the I was actually the Europeans, but um, yeah I won the Europeans. The weekend after I was in Scotland doing games and stuff, you know, mm. and uh, I don't know if, uh, for some reason it, it was never a problem for me to switch from powerlifting to strongman. It, 
you know, most guys, get, you know, they, that transition doesn't go well. Mm. It was never a problem. And uh, talking about, you know, also calling the Highland Games, you know, I got two times third place in the World Championships. Mm. You know how many training sessions I did usually for doing the Highland Games? Three. Wow. Mm. I, I believe... That's you know, probably I, why your shot put was so ugly, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you I, could have been a lot better. I, I, was, I, I think I had, what was it, 40, 49 feet? And the, with, the, with the shot, with the putt. We were talking the other day. You did over eighty feet in the way for distance. Eight, 80, hell of a 80, throw. eighty feet, six inches with the with that. Uh, about one hundred and thirty with the hammer. So yeah, and seventeen six in the weight of the bar. You could, I mean, if you different country, you might have been a Olympic shot putter, or a javelin yeah. thrower. Amazing. I yeah. think Maggie, Maggie, you were you were a hammer even. Yeah. Do you think I always used to impress me because ninety six was the first world strongest man I got involved with. And I was, you know, I was a young man, maybe 20, 21, and I was walking around with sort of invisible loaves of bread under my arms, <laughs> trying to be a tough guy, you know, like this. And, you know, all the, all the big guys, but he did have to walk around like this. At least I thought, until I saw Magnus, who just was wearing this black leather jacket first time I met him in jeans. And there was the world's strongest man. He just, he just wasn't trying to, trying to be the big tough guy. He just, he just was the man. And, it, you know, he did, it was funny, really. I remember thinking, God, he's just really well put together. In fact, the worst thing ever is being this shape because you've just lost all your flexibility and all your, you're sort of muscle bound. But when, the, you've been, when you've been around the, the world's strongest man guys, you know, and then you see someone doing that, you think, oh, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you see these guys that are genuinely giants and can, can perform. Yeah. Thinking, why are you doing that? You know, there's no need. Yeah, yeah. And when the whistle goes... All that doesn't matter, does it? You know what I mean? It's all about performance. You know, how you, how you walked in is, is irrelevant. You walk out with your tail between your legs if you can't lift the stuff, you know? Yeah. But you'd see that quite a lot. You'd see someone with such confidence and you think, where's this confidence coming from, you know? Where's the unassuming guy that knows he's already won it, you know? Mm. With it, when it comes to preparation, say the gym, what was your attitude? We were talking about Andy Bolton not lifting heavy right before a competition. We spoke about Bill Kazmaier doing the opposite and possibly leaving some of his best lifts or effort in the gym with yourself? How did you approach it? Uh, pretty much the same way as, as I approached the powerlifting. I would never go for max out. I would never fail a lift in the gym. Never fail. Okay. Uh, I would always leave a little bit behind. And I, I tell this to people that I, that I have helped with their training, is it doesn't matter what you lift in the gym if you're competing. That matters what you lift in the competition, mm. and by doing this, I believe you know you, you yeah you push yourself hard. You go you do the, the all the sets, you do all the reps or whatever you need to do, but always walk out and you knowing I could have done a little bit more. I could have had an extra five kilos on there, whatever. Right? By doing it this way, I could come back faster and train again. I would recover faster and I, I wouldn't get all sore and, 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 you know, getting those injuries all the time. Because you, you, you just, if, you, if you're always hitting, you know, going for max every training session or whatever, it, it, you, you're bound to get injured. You, you're, everything starts getting sore, everything, you know, so yeah, that was my philosophy mm -hmm. and uh, I kept to it. Mm. And I kept, how I, I was 
fresh. Surely, surely, I was explosive. Surely, for your ego, you, doing that, yeah. For your ego, you'd have at least three or four guys helping you lift the bar and bench. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know doing your max for nine reps. You know. I, I, I just believe that, that, that. You know, then coming into the contest, it was like if there was a forward hold, let's say with twenty-five kilos, I would train with twenty kilos. Mm. The reason is to get my body used to holding longer. Mm. Okay. So, so, you know, like your training split, because it amazes me when you speak to people how different everything is. So, like, let's say in, in a week, would you deadlift every week, squat every week? Would How, how many events would you do in a week for strongman? How, how did it roughly go when you were at your best? Okay. Mm. I never did any real event training. I didn't have a set of stone. I didn't have a log. Uh, but I did a lot of movements to symbolize, you know, the, what I was doing. I would do heavy, you know, dumbbells to symbolize to just holding the lock. Mm. Uh, then later I, I made that jump hole bar. I trained on that for, for the log lift. So you could, I could have the handles like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, my training would be usually Mondays, it was back. It would be something like Power cleans, high pulls, uh, stiff leg deadlifts, just a, a lot of volume and things. I, I would start with you know power cleans and do a lot, a lot, of, a lot of sets of that, and just keep adding to the bar until I do the high pulls like the you know it's like the Olympic lifters do, mm. and uh, finally end with some kind of a deadlift. Mm. So, you know when you, when I would get to the deadlift in training, I would I would already already be bit tired mm. so that, that's why I'm also why I'm saying you know you can't go you know all out and do your best lifts uh, anything like that it, it, it would just that would be pretty much my Monday uh, Tuesday I would do for example I would do an overhead press military press and uh, then maybe an a really high incline. Uh, Wednesdays was just leg days. So I would do squats, I would do step ups, so I would have like a walk up and down. Mm, a box. Step, but, uh, yeah, on a box and, and, mm. a, and a bench. So do we weighted? Yeah, weighted, yeah. with weights on my shoulders. Dumbbells bar. Like going up to 250 kilos on your shoulders or whatever. On a step up? Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Do you know, it's interesting because uh, Kazmaier said he did off. those all through his career. Yeah. He actually got a massive weighted vest that went on that he could put plates on mm. over his shoulders and see little steps up and down to get... It's, quite, know, it's a good idea, isn't it? To get so, for safety, flexes. but then really, yeah. yeah well, it's, it's also like, you know, you, you get your... Balance. balance. You get your, you know, you yeah. get your body knowing... To work on just one leg at the time. Must be good for York, for farmers' yeah, walk, for yeah. a million things. Mm. Really, yeah, that's how I figured it anyway. I almost and think that there should be a machine you could make to do that. <laughs> that the weight goes over your shoulders, and it, you know it's, it's put yeah. pressurizing you. Yeah. Heavy walking, if you like, you know. If you, if you, by the way, if you got a, one of those squat machines, you know the. the you know, instead of having to squat with a bar on your back, there seems to be all the rage now to just like, do a, like a belt. It's like a belt thing, isn't it? it attaches <laughs> to you. Oh, um, uh, belt squat. Yeah, yeah, belt yeah, squat, yeah I've seen those. Yeah, and it's like on a, it's like a machine that you pull Goes up and down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't got one. No, no. no. I made a belt squat for my gym. 
Wow. Oh, I, try, I tried one. I have to say, I thought it was magnificent. Yeah, it is. They don't take up a lot of room either, do they? No. All the load off of your back as well is, is yeah. great. I think they're magnificent. So the belt goes around your hips. Right? Yeah. It doesn't surprise me you made one, Maggie, because, again, if you're training legs, you don't really want to have to have all the stress on your upper body yeah, as well. Yeah. It would give you more... Oh, that's know. fair. So, you know, so keep on going with that. Sorry, yeah. I would, I would, then I would go leg press for, like, one minute at a time. So what I was doing, is like I was working on my strength, but I was also working on my lactic acids and, and, and endurance in the muscle. So, you know, doing leg presses, not like really fast or anything, just like keeping it there for like one minute at a time, which was 25 to 30 reps. And then I would basically kill it off with the uh, leg raises. Okay. Really? Same, same thing. And uh, I believe... How's the knees now? <laughs> <laughs> well, Next question. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, you know, the... Uh, Here's a question. Later, later years, the knees got hurt. Genuine question. <laughs> what, 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 would, what would you change to that training now to, to avoid to keep, to, for longevity and keeping your, your, your... How did you... How Because you obviously have had one knee replacement. What, I got two. What, two. You've had both now? Yeah. yeah how are they? Are they good? <laughs> can, you, can you squat? Yes, I've learned. You can, really. Wow. And it's a lot, isn't it? Well, you're yeah. squatting decent I, I can again? squat. I, I can do more, pretty much most things. I'm, I'm not supposed to run. And anything, you know, like... It's like, no big loss, though, is it? No. <laughs> no <laughs> so, high-speed skating. No. Okay. It's like, you <laughs> know, <laughs> these side things. But, uh, no, it, it's actually important to get the muscles strong yeah, around yeah. this. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, I can do pretty much everything. Uh, like it is, I, I, I got to a point that I, this is all because of you, you know, you were uh, a tear the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Patella, uh, ACL, oh, MCL, uh, PCL. The meniscus. goes. And, you you know, the meniscus is between the cartilage and it's supposed to support it and give that... Uh, when that breaks, uh, you'll start grinding the uh, cartilage to cartilage. Mm. You can get away with that for a couple for of years. Yeah. For a while, yeah. And then you go through the cartilage and you start grinding bone to bone. Oh, yeah. yes. And that's where the problem starts. Mm. But uh, no, it, I don't know where it actually happens or whatever. Uh, you know, I used to run with a lot of weights on my shoulders or something like that. And, and I, at some point, I, I guess I hurt that. Mm. Uh, I never had it really removed. I just kept on going. Mm. Uh, but now I, I wouldn't change it. I think I believe that my training was right. It worked mm. at that time. You want to you won a few titles in the end, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Four, so right. you know that, that that was pretty much. Usually after after my leg days, you know. The uh, dressing room was on second floor. That was in John Paul's gym. Wow. Gym 80. And uh, I would usually have to hold the rails to walk up those steps to yeah. get to shower. So I've got a question. So so looking at this year's World's Strongest Man, which is up and coming, who do you think? You know, you've got Tom, you've got Brian, who was close last year, Novikov, who just won Europe's Strongest Man. Um, you've got Evan Singleton, like, 
breathing fire. And I don't know. And I'm just going to help you out here. We know that you're the referee, so you don't have a favourite. <laughs> but looking at the who guys, who do you think is the most likely? Alyssis uh, is back, apparently. Alyssis is coming back. Oh, so, so you've, I think I don't know where you've ever had a time where you've got as many previous champions. Mm. If they all get to the final, mm. there's a lot of previous champions that could win it. Yeah, previous champions that are still current, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's your money on? That's a difficult one. I'm really looking at the uh, the field. I don't really think I can. I would be able to pick a winner, but all these guys you mentioned. Have a big chance. Yeah, they, they sure do. Lysis has come back unbelievably good. I think it's going to be an awesome final. This okay, is, this is we, impressive. Look, everyone watching this at home is thinking, "We want to hear a name. Should we just <laughs> should we just call a name?" <laughs> we, who, it's a roll of the dice. I mean, I'm I'll stick my neck out there and I'll say the big question mark for me is Kilishkovsky. I don't know what shape he's in. If he's at his absolute best, I think he wins, and I'd love him to win because he hasn't got one yet. But I'll put my neck out there. Oh, it's, I'll go Tom Sultan. Crazy. Uh, as well, but basically the three of us really shouldn't say anything. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, we're basically, uh, tournament directors here, uh, and the referee is kind of like a, it's kind See, of like a terrible. We'll, we'll stay in place. <laughs> Stitch me up. Stitch me up. I honestly thought. I honestly thought. Um, Alexi might not have been uh, on form this year with current situations. And then he goes and wins Europe's, which yes, shows how good he is. Unreal. You can't count Tom out because look at last year. Mm. Brian's always there or thereabouts. Brian's the, always the, a threat. The problem is with Brian, like, you hear people saying, oh, yeah, Brian's finished. He only came second. It's like, what? Like, if I came second, it'd be the biggest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Whereas, that, you know, Brian, Your career would be Brian's come second by one point. Oh, he and he's like, oh, he, he won't win good. it again. He was good. Don't forget, he's 40. He was, yeah. uh, last year, he performed. Better and what's better, better shape, better prepared than I've seen him for years. But he, he lost a bit of weight, actually. Yeah. Because mm. um, the year that Lissis won it, I think I thought Thor and Brian came in too heavy. They were both massive. They, mm. they, every, any, every moving event they struggled with. Whereas yeah. Brian came back and he looked like he still looked massive, but he looked like he'd just trimmed down a bit mm. and he was quick again. Mm. Yeah. So I think I think he, I think that year they, they maybe got it wrong. To be I honest. think you, I think he also learned Sacramento. 114 degrees mm. you know if you turn up as the biggest man on earth you're just going to be the, also the sweatiest man <laughs> well, on earth pretty quickly aren't you came back well, from you that rogue invitation I could win the sweatiest man on earth contest easily it's, it's one of my talents <laughs> yeah so, so I mean Lissis came back to the rogue invitational and looked incredible mm. and uh, and beat all those guys you know what he I mean he's amazing so, so he's such an athlete yeah so he, he, looked, looked, he looked finished, to be honest, and then he had these stem cells, and it's like yeah, a new yeah. man. But then I see Singleton, like, he, exactly. he's just getting better and better in his game, Singleton's game, you know mm. what I mean? He, he, he comes up for it. Hungry. You know. Does, does, he have, does he have the mental strength needed to be the WSM? That's the big question. I think he I does. say yes. I think he does 100%, yeah. But the, the, the big problem is, <laughs> Tom, you know what I mean? Tom is, Tom is I, don't, I don't see Tom's weakness now. You know, it, and even in over pressing, he gets close to Luke sometimes. I think he beat Luke on the axle at Royal Albert Hall. About 2020, when he, when he came 10th in the Hercules hold, got angry, came back, and then won the log press. Yeah. He wanted all five logs, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. He, he was the only person to do them all, I think. I think yeah. Pritchett, maybe Pritchett did, well. yeah. But, like, you know, he, he doesn't have many 
many bad events. So no, it doesn't. It's going to be unbelievable final. Like, I don't know what it is. It, it seems to be that his grip letting him down a couple of Tom, times. I think yeah. he's working on that. I know. I know but he's I'm got sure a, he's getting better at it. He's got Hercules hold made. Um, oh wow. Another thing I was going to ask was like what so the difference in strongman obviously from when you were competing to now is different. How do you see it? Where do you see it going? You know, what is there anything wrong with it now? What, what, what's your opinion on on where where we're moving with it? Hmm. Well, I've been around the strongman for a long time. You know, it's like kind of been involved with being a part of it, uh, seeing it grow, and uh, I, I I can see it grow even further. And it, it's, it's amazing to see the shows now, the equipment now, even though I'm always a big favorite for the natural kind of equipment, you know, natural mm. stones. Like, mm. But, you know, I love, I love stuff like that. But, and the, uh, and the athletes, there are more athletes, there are more good athletes. And, you know, they're all getting good. They're all Training on the on implements, they all you know the standard has gone beyond belief. I I think, and they seem still seem to be getting better. Mm. I don't know how that's possible. Scary, it, it's scary, isn't it? Mm. But no, you, you know, it's like you guys put together the best, greatest shows on earth. Seriously, and and strongman, you know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's always entertaining. You know, crowd is fantastic. And uh, the referees just don't give Bryce any praise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, I think, to be honest with you, when people say that, you know, we do get praise for what we're doing, and yeah. I think that's obviously that's nice. But however, the whole thing doesn't work without a team, the fans, yeah. brilliant athletes. Yeah. You can put on the best show in the world if the athletes aren't any good and they don't well turn said. up, yeah, it yeah. doesn't make any difference. So I think everyone, it's everybody that's creating this. Um, that's a massive, including right, right, the fans. You, you, I mean, it's everyone. I mean, Everybody, it's just, yeah. And also the same each time, again and again. You know, it's it's great that you keep coming back so and helping do a better thing. Go, yeah, yeah, we're doing a brilliant job. Now everyone's doing a great it's just, job. It just builds. Oh, you know. Builds. By the way, part of this podcast, the reason hopefully you'll enjoy it is because you get to ask questions as well. Some of you have done just that. And <gasps> Daz, have you got someone on your phone? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can uh, get those out. While, while Daz gets us out, I just have one question, and it's about your name. So it, I love the Icelandic culture of being the son of your father being your, your what we call your family name. Right. What's the situation with yourself? Because I've never heard of somebody who has the same forename. So Magnus' son, your father's Magnus. Yeah. So with yourself, your son would be Magnus' son as well? Yes. Does that normally happen? Is that unusual? No, that's how it is. So, so the, but the Magnus there, Magnus. Well, there are, are people that use a family, family name, but it's... More common over there, you, you know, you, you use your first name of, of the father. Yes. So it's mm -hmm. also if if uh, I, I got daughters, so they are Magnus daughters. Yes. Daughter. 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 Yeah. Daughter. 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 Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't know. But you're Magnus Fair. Is it not? Is it Magnus Fair son? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Is Fair like, a middle name? Where is a middle name? Oh, sorry. Uh, my father. <laughs> my father. Uh, was named. Uh, it was named Magnus Ver Olafsson. Ah, Olaf and, uh, grandfather. We, we are the only ones with that middle name, as far as I know. Yeah. Well. But there's a lot of uh, girls, women in, in the uh, my bloodline, have been named Vera. 
And uh, this actually, my, the middle name comes from an aunt of mine that was a uh, sister of my, uh, my grandfather, was named Veronica. So that's how the, the, the Ver name came. Veronica? Yeah. As in, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's how the Ver name came. And then there is a Vera as well. My daughter's yeah. name so is So that means we can call you Veronica now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been known as that at night times <laughs> so for many years. A lot, a lot of these questions we've already asked. Uh, but one, one quite interesting one was um, on our Instagram, someone asking, um, you competed, you crossed up, passed with Bill Kazmaier uh, mm. a few times. Uh, how was that? What was it like competing against? <laughs> Obviously, we've had him as a guest on here, and what was he as mad as everyone says he is? You know. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he was a fierce competitor, and um, for some reason, he seemed to thrive on on negativity. You know, it's like getting the. Um, Organizers, you know, getting in there here. Well, you yeah. probably, you know, what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, getting them in, like oh, know, love, getting, in, getting into little arguments here and there, and, and, and he seems to thrive on that. To get uh, him in the zone, you think? To get yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Obviously, different people get wound up by different things, don't they? Some people are, yeah. Some people get angry and probably perform worse. Yes. And some people thrive off it. I think. Yeah. And Kaz yeah, obviously yeah, needs yeah. to get himself in that angry place. You can see that when he watches videos, though. You know, he had to go berserk, didn't he? Whereas other totally people, but if you watch Novikov, so calm. Yeah. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. He's like, and Kazimierz the rage, and probably Singleton's a bit more like That's that. Exactly. You know? I was going to say. Absolutely, got to blow. But even Maggie, even during your competitive days, I saw you at your best in like '96, and you, 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 you could smile at the top of a deadlift. You weren't, you weren't going absolutely crazy. You were always very. Um, you almost have flicked the switch just at the very last second, or did you even have to flick the switch? Were you? I, I, I did, uh, and. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we're sitting in the, with the other athletes in a tent, you know, waiting for the event to start or whatever. And I would just like be messing around, just telling jokes and, you know, getting into their head. Well, they're trying to get psyched. <laughs> yeah, just they're trying to get them. psyched and I would mess, mess with it. <laughs> and uh, then it's like, okay, 10 minutes or whatever, right? It was like we, it would be like the um, movie with, you know, over the top with Stallone. They're like the hand goes backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, don't yeah. Okay, one more good question here. There's a lot of questions, but I'll ask you ones I think are best. Who, who, what current day strongman is the most like you oh. approached? The approach strongman like you. A current strongman. Current strongman that is that is most like Magnus Ver Magnussen. A thinker. Yeah. You know, thinks about what he's gonna do. See, visualizes it. You know how you grab things or whatever. I would say Navikov. Yeah, oh, that's exactly yeah. what I would have said. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, also, definitely. in in every sense, as in not a massive guy. Yeah. But power to weight off the charts. Calm, thinks, composed. Even say yesterday in the log, didn't hit a two hundred log. Didn't try to hit the two hundred log. Came, did exactly what he needed to do. On to the next one and chilled between them. Got the so, should Luke Stallman have gone for that log? The, the, the world record the 230 oh yeah he was, he did, was it, did it damage his chances of Europe do you think no I don't think so I don't think so also how many opportunities do you actually get real opportunities which is why he took it he took record? it of course he took well, it well Luke, Luke's 218 obviously that 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 was won the won the log championships with Bibi but it was pretty think, good think, think it was okay, good all I say is think back there was think a back, bit more there mm. think back to Hapthor whenever he won the European titles he always 
He just he did some big deadlifts when yeah. we had deadlift that be, or, but he always stopped early, didn't he? Yeah. To make sure he'd win the Absolutely. European title. I just wonder whether it was the right move. But it's a difficult thing to do that, isn't it? Saying, oh, you know yeah, you, hindsight's a wonderful thing. You're, you're all in and then, oh I'm not gonna not gonna be too strong today, I'm gonna leave that, you know what I mean? I, I think he wanted to do that log and you know. It was good, it was great for the audience. Ah. It reminds me of do you remember Zadrinus in twenty fifteen when he went for the log record in the world final, world's strongest man final. And then he lost he lost by one point, I think, Brian. in the end to Brian. And he just, I said, why did you do it? And he went, because I thought I could do it. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just wanted to do it. So, um, Kurt Kowalski. Yeah, Luke wouldn't have tried it unless he thought he could do it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Well, Kurt Kowalski, the powerlifter, when he, a week out from the World Powerlifting Championships, hits a thousand pounds for a double. He was meant to hit it for a single. And they said afterwards, why did you do that? And he said, because when it's Christmas, you open your presents. <laughs> Love that. Love it. That, cool. That's true, you know. That that, that's a that, that was how, how kind of my my training was as well. It's like I would, you know, if you when you have a good, you know, you have usually have a plan, especially in power. I think, you know, you want to build up to a certain weight, and I wouldn't go just by that plan. Sometimes, if you have a really good day, you'll jump ahead of yourself, and I would just do that. Yeah, I would just go higher this week if, if it worked out. Do. You yeah. would do. Yeah, I would. I would. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't stick to the I wouldn't hold it back. Okay. I would use it. Uh, so I might go slightly lower the next week. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I always believe that, you know, go by how you feel. So write, write, write the program in pencil. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. But did, did anyone coach you? You coached yourself. No. Did anyone coach you? Does you coached uh, yourself? No, I had a lot of good sort of mentors and stuff. But Early so on, yeah. Probably so. took probably took um, a little bit of what all the good people around me uh, did and met, well, mm. made my own way, you know. Seems to be a, a, quite a lot of coaches now who seem, which probably is a, a good thing. Obviously it's a good thing, thing if you've if you if you got a good one. I, th I think that it's a good thing. I think there's, there's some of them that maybe aren't too experienced and there's some that are. I think, I think you've got to be careful. There's a lot of stress on a strong man because you have to be your own PR machine, mm. your own nutritionist, your own coach, your, at least you did. And, you know, a lot of these guys now have a lot of but also, to, Outside help. I'd say previously in Strongman, the lifts weren't so optimal. So you could go from comp to comp and perhaps lift at maybe 85, 90, early 90s percent. Mm. Now you're lifting right at the max. And I wonder mm. if that is now a fact that you want someone mentally to be there with you. And also, I think going into the gym with a plan is going to help. Saying, right, today yeah. I'm going to do this. And like you say, yeah, it can change. You might go, actually, I was only going to go light today and I feel great. Mm. You take the advantage. But I think going in with a plan... It's definitely a. It's always too good to have a you have a guideline, right? Okay. But you can it can vary a little bit how you how you feel that day. It's also if you come in and like you feel bad, you know, like I'm not gonna be able to hit that today. Then don't try to hit it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Discipline. Hit, hit a little bit lower and 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 leave it with that. Well, we're gonna leave this podcast with exactly that, and that's been the wise words of this man here, the four times world strongest man, the legend, the hero. Magnus Van Magnussen. Cheers, Mike. We've had our differences in the past. Is it bum bag or is it fanny pack? We're two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strong men decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giantslashlive.com. By the way, 
It's us. We're right. It's Bumbag. Of course.